0: Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Back here on Sports Talk, Jimmy and Gretchen on line one. I see you'll be coming to you soon. We heard from the number two overall pick in the draft, Dylan Cruz. Now here's the top overall selection, Paul Skeens, after getting drafted by the Pittsburgh Pirates. Just wanted to ask you what it means to you to be the number one overall pick in the Major League Baseball draft. It means a lot. Um, it's super humbling. You know, a year ago, two years ago, I never thought that, you know, it was even a possibility to be the first overall pick. So I don't know what I was expecting, you know, coming into today. But it uh, means a lot to be the first overall pick. And I'm just looking forward to, you know, what what's to come with uh, playing baseball and, you know, hopefully winning a World Series or two in, in Pittsburgh. I'm curious, uh, growing up. Um, what players or pitchers did you idolize? And is there anyone in the league currently um, that you kind of would, would liken yourself to or, or you try to emulate in terms of what you on what you do on the mound and uh, your stuff? Yeah, I don't know about, you know, comparison for myself. because I think uh, I, I do think I'm a mixture of, of a number of different pitchers. But the guys that I like to watch and the guys that I feel, you know, as I move down the mound, I would say DeGrom, Strider. Darvish, and I know I, I probably don't look exactly like any of those guys, but that's what I feel as I'm down dumb mound. and I really like watching Garrett Cole compete. Paul, you and Dylan went number one and number two in the draft. LSU is, becomes the first college in history to have two picks go number one and two. What do you think this says about the program? It says that we have the right people, that Coach Johnson's doing a good job in bringing the right people in, into the building, and I don't think it's it's done anytime soon. I think, I think it's going to be a pattern of, of success for lsu baseball and um, i'm really excited to see where that program goes uh how, how close do you feel like you are to being a major league ready pitcher to be honest i've gotten asked that a couple times over the past few weeks and i i, I don't know i know stuff wise you know I, I can look at models and i can look at other people's stuff and in a vacuum my stuff you know people are telling me that it it plays in the big leagues but i also know that I mean, I've watched this game for so long and it's always felt so distant uh, in a sense, just because, you know, I've been a fan and, and sitting in the stands watching all those guys compete. And now I don't know exactly what to expect because it, it's so close and I, I don't know exactly what to expect. I think, you know, to an extent, it's my decision on when I get to the big leagues and, you know, based on how I do and, and you know, how I work and all that. And it's also someone else's decision to pull me out, but. Um, I think I'm close. I don't know exactly how close, but I'm gonna do everything in my power to get get there as soon as possible. I'm curious as to what you um, what you think you got to work on uh, to take that next step. If you could do an honest self evaluation, get really nitpicky, if you will, what uh, what do you want to do better? Yeah, as I've met with teams, it's pretty much been the same thing. I think the biggest difference between college and big leagues with probably with my stuff is making 30 starts a year in a five-day window every time versus 18 or 19 starts in a seven-day window. So that's, that's going to be something, you know, that I'm going to have to focus on making that adjustment and then, you know, focusing on longevity, you know, to be able to do it for 10, 15 years at a time, you know, down, down the road. So first and foremost, I think that's, that's what I need to do to be able to maintain my stuff as long as possible uh, down the road. And then a lot of little, little stuff, pitch design stuff that I think is going to help get hitters out more effectively. Um, We talked to Ben a little bit and he discussed um, your breaking stuff uh, and, you know, what you offer and things of that sort. But um, if you could uh, just speak on how you uh, how you have a feel for your breaking pitches. Uh, Ben mentioned you had a gyro slider, a couple of other sliders to work with. Um, But if you could just speak on your uh, just breaking stuff in general. Yeah. So I I developed the sweeper in the fall um, over the summer and in the fall. And the whole fall was just trying to develop feel for it. Um, and as my as my velocity increased, uh, my hand sped up and I got I got a better feel for for that breaking ball. Um, and then incidentally, I don't actually I, I don't actually have a, a gyro slider. I used to throw a gyro slider, but uh, that's something I'm, I'm working on. And during the season, I uh, I tried to throw that gyro slider in catch play, just kind of playing around with it. Um, used the same grip and the same cue that I used the last couple of years when I was at Air Force. And it, it was a curveball. And I was trying to throw a gyro slider, but my hand, you know, my body had changed. My hand had sped up, you know, from last year. So it, it turned into a curveball. So those are the two off-speed pitches that, that I have, just kind of a different shape with each of them. And, and I think as I, you know, continue to develop and, and pitch and go on that track to the, to the big leagues, I think that those the feel for those are just going to increase. Would you say your changeup has gotten comfortable uh, with you as well? I've actually always been a changeup pitcher. Throughout the uh, high school, there were time like in the fall when I pitched in high school, I wasn't allowed to throw a slider with our high school coach. He didn't. That's just how he ran the program. So which I'm super grateful for, because it made me develop feel for the change up. And up till this year, I didn't really have a very good slider um, and I didn't know how to pitch with the slider. So I was fastball changeup up mostly. Um, so I think I've always had pretty good feel for the changeup. Oh, you talked about this a little bit. Like, I know as your career has gone on from Air Force to LSU, like the draft has always been, you know, I feel like an attainable goal for you. But being first overall, did you really think that this was a possibility last year? And, and how much did LSU play into this and in getting you to today? Uh, LSU was huge. When I came to LSU, the goal wasn't to be a, the number one overall draft pick. It was to win a national championship and get better every day. And I think when you, I mean, when you start with the, the end in mind when you start with the goal in mind then then you can go along the road that allows you to accomplish that and i think the way that i've gone about my player development um, over the past few years you know even go back to high school taking it a day at a time and focusing on on incrementally getting better when you do that and when you surround yourself with the right people it makes it very possible for stuff like this to happen i think and i think you guys could see that you know when i was at lsu you saw the the end result and the product but you know, probably not so much the process that went into it but the amount of work and focus and energy and time that went into it in the fall and, and in the winter. But I don't think that this, this was ever the goal. Um, the goal is to play baseball as long as possible and compete at a very, very high level for as long as possible. And, and this is probably just a byproduct of it. Do you feel big league ready right now? I think so. Like I said, I think my stuff is big league ready. But to be honest, not being in, in professional baseball, uh yet and and you know having to figure out that stuff i think there's some stuff that i'm probably gonna have to figure out along the way because i just haven't been exposed to professional baseball but i think you know with that said i think i'm my my end goal uh is to be in the big leagues as long as possible as as long as possible and as soon as possible and so i'm going to do whatever it takes along the way to to accomplish that goal during this process the last few months i mean it was obvious you were going to go very high first round did you ever have a gut instinct that maybe the Pirates were going to take you at number one. Was there ever any time you thought, hey, this could really happen? Maybe over the past week when I really started focusing on it, um, people that I met with, uh, and I, again, I think that they have a very good understanding of where the organization's going and how I fit in into that. But um, coming into the day, I, di- I didn't know exactly what to expect. Uh, didn't sleep a whole lot last night just thinking about it, you know, and, and it's out of my hands. But... During the season, I wasn't I wasn't thinking about the draft a whole lot. It was just going out there and executing and winning. And as long as I do that, then everything's going to take care of itself. And then once it got to this part of the process, um, started thinking about it maybe a little bit more. But I think the biggest thing uh, for this was getting to a good organization, uh, surrounding myself with good people, and you know getting my foot in the door of professional baseball. And then as long as I do that, you know I'm going to bet on myself and uh, everything. Is going to go as it should. Just the combination of this and a national championship in less than two weeks—is it uh, almost too much to process, or or how do you feel? Uh, maybe too much to process. I'm still trying to process the national championship. Uh, still trying to reflect back on that and the experiences that we had this year. And this is probably going to take some more time. This is going to add on to that. So I don't. Uh, I'm. I understand what's going on. I have a good grasp of what I need to do going forward. But I. I think you might be right. It's going to take a little bit of time to reflect and look back on how this all happened. And your head coach at LSU, you kind of mentioned it, um, but his ability to get players like you and Tommy White and whatnot, you think this thing is going to be set up for a long time? I do. Not that I'm guaranteeing a national championship every year, but he knows how to bring the right people into the building. And uh, he knows how to develop players. He knows who should be there. And um, he knows how to win. So I think LSU baseball is in a really good spot for a long time you talked about going to LSU and your motivation for that, but you were a great two way player at Air Force. What was the the motivation for giving up being a two way player, focusing on pitching, and how much of that do you feel like that decision put you in the position that you are today? I don't know that I would be in a different position right now. I de I don't think in terms of winning a national championship, I should say. I don't I don't know about the the draft and what teams value and all that, but if I if I were two waying I do think uh or I do know that my body would not have felt as good throughout the year as it did. It, you know, two-way kind of gets in the way of player development, I believe, just because you're splitting your time and energy and focus. Not that you know you're seeing it in the big leagues with Shohei Otani now. It's it's very possible to be elite, of, you know, both ways. But I think it, it does take a lot of time and energy and effort to be able to do that. And then, you know, just how my body works, having long limbs, uh, so much rotation in my hips, it was it was very taxing on my body to do both, especially both um right-handed so the mindset was basically not that i i couldn't hit this year um because I, going into the the winter you know preseason i was planning on hitting and pitching but quickly the priority became you know making sure that i was healthy on the mound uh 100 on the mound to put us in a good position to win every friday night and that was the mindset and it, it worked out we won a national championship you said you're a uh, a change-up guy i've seen a uh picture of your changeup it looks like you have kind of a crazy grip where you have two fingers on either side of the ball kind of a sp- split grip how did you develop that and is that uh how is that is that comfortable i mean yeah uh my fingers naturally like are really far apart i think um they can spread really easily so i started doing that and i don't know it might be a by- byproduct of me throwing that changeup for so long but i started doing that in high school uh and it just i threw it hard and it moved you know, how I wanted it to. So I kept throwing it and I've gotten the feel for it as I've gotten into college of getting it off my my middle finger and, you know, throwing it and and controlling it and all that. Um, and I just haven't had to to switch it out. Paul, with advanced technology and things of that sort, how often do you pay attention to things like rap Soto? And, uh, how often do you actually look at your pitches and, you know, kind of gauge on where you're at, uh, with, in terms of spin and things of that sort? Uh, every time I get on the mound, um, when I was extremely lucky to have it at LSU for every bullpen we had Edutronic and TrackMan, and in a lot of them we had uh, Force Mounds, um, and so I got a, a really good uh, understanding of how to uh, you know read that information and how it pertains to my stuff and how to use that to get hitters out. Um, and then again, we have it in game as well. We have uh, TrackMan during the game, so we get a, a report after each game, um, you know, inning by inning breakdown, pitch by pitch, all that. Uh, and so I got a, a really good understanding of how to use my stuff, um, how it changed over time and how to get hitters out with it. And um, I'm actually really curious and I'm really looking forward to how they use that stuff in professional baseball with, with even more resources, um, Hawkeye and that kind of thing. I'm, I'm looking forward to learning about that. Hey, Paul, we were talking to Ben Sherrington about um, kind of your wanting to to learn and improve and he wouldn't put anything past you and that sort of deal. I'm curious. It, it seems like you have a naturally curious mindset. How much of that has to do with maybe your upbringing or have you always been that way? Just where does that sort of, um, you know, learning about track man wanting to always self-improve where does that come from with you? Yeah, definitely my upbringing. Uh, my parents are both very intelligent. My sisters are probably a lot smarter than I am. And just growing up in that environment, uh, asking questions and you know getting answers learning how to research learning how to think um that was something that was kind of i would say instilled in me from a very young age we went to museums a lot you know learned as much as we could as a family that kind of thing um and i think that just transferred over to baseball um and baseball is an obsession for me to an extent i i want to do things um or i want to want to get better at everything i can um no matter how much time and effort. And, you know, I mean, I'll go down a rabbit hole sometimes and it it might be wrong. Um, but if it's, if it could help me get better, then I'll do it. And a lot of the stuff I do, um, in terms of, you know, research and learning and stuff like that, it's, I'm doing it on my own, I would say. And, uh, like I said, I'm really excited to see what the organization has in professional baseball, um, in terms of resources and new, research and data and all that um that that could help me get better and help help the people around me get better as well you know to help us win uh, i wanted to ask about the, the first step of your collegiate uh, journey at air force uh, i believe you come from a military family uh what went into that decision for you to start there yeah it was the easiest decision of my life i uh i went on a recruiting camp to air force after my freshman year of high school um, my coaches are at the you know they were here today um which is cool so but I've, i've known them since after my freshman year of high school and immediately when i went there i was just sold on on going to the air force academy i didn't want to do anything else i got recruited by some other schools but air force was the one place i wanted to go so um yeah easiest decision of my life to go there hardest decision of my life to leave that's a top overall pick in the MLB draft. Pitcher Paul Skeens, national champion, awesome stuff hearing for him and definitely excited to see his, you know, maturity and growth development through the minor league system and hopefully next season we're seeing Skeens on the mound for those Pittsburgh Pirates. I know I'll be rooting for them. Uh, As my National League team, at least, I'm a New York Yankees fan, so I can adopt an NL team. We'll be coming back with more sports talk after the break here on WWL. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.